Test, test, test. That should just be edited to never take NFL bets, period. Ever. Or maybe never make them. I'd take them all day. I would never make them. <laughs> we got to find a way to get out of these maybe NFL they, games. And, and the, the truth is I wanted another NFL game, right? I wanted like, what was it when I wanted? I don't know. Did I steer you uh, away from that? Yeah, basically when you just said Green Bay to Dallas, you were like, no, that's it. <laughs> it's like, I'm not going to fight that. You probably wanted another AFC South game. I did. I wanted to <laughs> Houston. I'm not a superstition. Welcome, ladies and gentlemen, week nine of the role players. I am Arthur Mosley and my friend. I am Daniel Allen. Mr. Daniel Allen. The chefs. They're playing the chefs. Oh, so guys, we, you know, thanks for tuning in week nine. Uh, we are rolling through our picks, just kind of preview for the preview of the picks this week. And I was telling Daniel that since we did so awful with the picks last week in the NFL I wanted you know another game and and he wanted to load up yeah I did I I, I was thinking about going all in all NFL maybe every game every game because I wanted our (laughs) listeners to win I want our listeners to win the money you know yeah I'm I'm trying to blow these games in case you didn't know that was a strategy to tank so that we don't so that we should have discussed that strategy before (laughs) (laughs) hey uh Real quick before we get started, wanted to give a couple of shout outs to two new followers this week. We doubled up. We didn't get any followers last week. We got two this week. Blake Davis, my man, coach football, girls basketball over at River Ridge, and Zach Henley, Sequoia alum, wide receiver at Millsaps College in Tennessee. I believe that's in Tennessee. Zach, correct me if I'm wrong. But man, we got up to 21 followers. 21. On Twitter. The magic number for something. <laughs> blackjack. It's a magic number for blackjack. <laughs> See, I appreciate that, y'all. Just, hey, that. I mean, more than likely, they just did it to to win some money. Uh, I would hope they did. Hey, so how do they win money? How, how do they win our money on this? Can you go over the rules? One yeah, real quick? yeah. So we put out the picks, and it's starting this week. That's why it says week one. It's week one of the competition. So we put out the picks and the lines. So you either, uh, you can DM us, you can add us, whatever you can, and give us your picks. And at the end of the year, we'll rack up who's where and how they stack up. So, it, and if you, it's it's not just if you beat us, you get $50, because at that point, we would be completely in the hole for a lot and of And we money. don't have any sponsors yet. So if, right. you, if you know anybody who wants to sponsor our Pick'em contest. So if you beat us and you are, you have the highest, basically, win percentage of, of everyone else, like if nine people beat us, the, whoever finishes the, the highest, best. they win. Right, the best, the best wins. So this is, this is so not, it's not like everybody that beats us because no. that we've seen from our picks so far. That's not that much of an accomplishment. And also, that's just part of the sissification of America. If everybody beats us and everybody gets a trophy, then everybody will want it's a trophy. True. It's just and we would get a trophy in that situation. Yeah, we would, and we don't want that, do we? Well, I mean, I would like fifty a fifty dollar piece of gift card. But the print, yeah, we'd turn that down for principal. No, we wouldn't. <laughs> Let's get into it. All right, man. Last week, uh, we had four games. Fr- Let's start Friday night, man. Yeah, you you got off to a good start. I did. 
I didn't Wazoo. I I I love Wazoo, um, or just saying it. I, think. I love Mike Leach. Like my, he's a he's a character, isn't he? Yeah. Um, man, Sam Darnold got outplayed by Luke Falk last week. I know that game was in in Pullman, and yeah, you know, I, I felt like between Miami and and USC, I thought both of them were going to get beat, and I thought it was going to be a start to like an upset filled weekend because you know there's always one of those in college football, right? Yeah. Yeah. Why not? You know, week five or whatever week it is in the mm-hmm. college football season. Uh, Friday night games, away games, home team favored. Oh, goofy. You know, a road, road team's favored. They are, you know, real goofy. Uh, three and a half point favorite, I think, was uh, where the Trojans, they go down by three points. Luke Falk, man, 34 for 51, 340 yards, two touchdowns and one pick. Um, a defense that kind of showed up for Washington State. Nobody really, well, I didn't expect that. Um, yeah. And really kind of shut down Darnold. He's, he's looked, you know, one of my favorite words, pedestrian, the last yeah. all season kind of Throwing maybe? plenty of picks, yeah. yeah. He's giving it away. He'll put up some yards, which he didn't this week. But earlier in the year, he'd put up yards and a couple touchdowns and a couple picks. This this game, he just decided to go with the picks. Picking you know, up. Yeah, yeah, straight up. They, they did an excellent job. And uh, Leach, you know, he always scores points. It's just... It's just has he ever shut anybody down, but they did a great job with it. At telltale sign in that game, I think, and I, I, I have to be honest, I, as soon as uh, Luke fought through that interception at like the two-yard line, I turned the TV off and I said, I'm going to bed. Um, I just knew that that was the you know opening of the floodgates. And when I woke up on Saturday morning and checked the scores, I was pleasantly <laughs> surprised uh, that uh, not only had I picked the game, I was – relatively close to the score so mm-hmm. um but that was probably about as good as it got for me this weekend that was a high point uh, i i think so because uh well no actually i was three and one going into but you had a miami win and a pick win on the same day right well, that was pretty good that's pretty good yeah yeah, yeah that's good <laughs> and then suddenly came well we're not there yet so <laughs> so you any thoughts on that game before we move on no just kind of usc we wondered if they would have they in the past, they've they've tripped and stumbled here or there when you didn't think they could, and we thought maybe with Helton and, and Darnold they would avoid that, and uh, no. No. Same, same, old, same old USC, old, yeah. yeah. So there goes one of my uh, – I think that was one of my playoff teams, the Pac-10 yeah. champions. Yeah. So uh, if I'm picking your team, you should have much to fear. Auburn, Florida State, Ohio State, and USC. I think I've already – Yeah, you could go over. Uh, for whom the bell tolls is, you know, when when I make the picks, that's whom the bell tolls, and that's <laughs> one of the teams is one and two, right? Uh, one of the and then they all the uh, other ones have uh, one, one loss, right? And uh, so, so they're pe- still technically alive. You might get three one loss teams in the playoffs. Yeah. Hey. Next question. Yeah. Clemson. Clemson. Yeah. Man. Nasty. What? Nasty defense. I keep hearing all this talk about Kelly Bryant. Mm-hmm. The, the, you know, he's, he's out there, he's making plays or doing whatever, and then look at his stats and they're like, they remind me of Jalen Hurts' stats from last year. Yeah. Like, not overwhelming. Uh-uh. But that defense is just <clears throat> stifling. Puts, yeah. Just puts them in easy, I guess, easier situations. Of, yeah, you, you don't know, have to force position. it. Yeah, it's like kind of the – Kind of like how Bama's done it, where you just kind of grind on you and then just smother you on defense. Yep. And then just don't make mistakes and make a play here or there. And it's like 
with it felt like in that game a ten point lead was like a twenty point lead. Sure. Because you're like, how is Virginia Tech going to manufacture ten points? You know, ever. Yeah. Against so, yeah. it's that same sort of like hopelessness you get uh, offensively facing them. And just the front seven, especially, and mm-hmm. the and the line itself. I mean, every week we talk about it, and it's just, it's it's amazing what they've put together there. We'll They're, see if Venables sticks around next year. You would think he did because his son's playing at, for Clemson, yeah. so he maybe sticks around for another year. Yeah. Tell you what, a lot of a lot of college jobs may be coming open next year, so we don't you know, a lot of college jobs. So, um, but you know, here we go, Clemson. I underestimated them. Didn't think yeah. they would. You know, I did too. Thought, I thought that they would cover. Uh, they did cover, but uh, that game was was really ne- never no. much in doubt. I, Virginia Tech kind of started to rally late, and then Clemson gets the was a pick six. Yeah, and uh, and salted that away. Right. So yeah, Clemson, Clemson right now and Bama are just kind of like cruising along at the top, and then mm-hmm. everybody. It seems like there's a big old gap, and then everybody else is kind of scrapping below them. But those two right now just look up. Head and shoulders above everybody else, in my opinion. For the time being. Mm-hmm. Um, the Ramblin' Wreck. The North Avenue Trade School yeah. hosted the North Carolina Tar Heels. One of the best tweets I saw a week, there was a, a, a picture, and it was I think it was evil um, Paul Johnson. Uh-huh. And he said, uh, there's an abandoned garbage truck on something, something part next to the stadium. And in the picture, it was a UNC Tar Heel semi semi truck. <laughs> I can get behind that. <laughs> I thought that was very, very clever, uh, Georgia Tech. And it, at, at the way that Georgia Tech manhandled North Carolina, that might as well have been a garbage truck. Uh, maybe it was stopping off in Tennessee to pick up a garbage can. Um, man, uh, Cravante Benson, 18 carries for 130 yards. Uh, Taquan Marshall, 27 carries for 137. I think they only attempted 10 passes uh, in the mm-hmm. game. Georgia, That's probably 10 more than they needed to to win. Probably. Honestly. Probably. Yeah. Yeah, they could have run. <laughs> Just run all over yeah. them at that point. That, that's one where it's like kind of in the Dennis Green, We are they are who we thought they were. Right. You know, we, we expected that. I think we both thought they'd cover easily the 10 yeah. points so and didn't think it would be competitive. So, yeah. Um, that one went about about like we thought it would. I don't know if it, what it what it tells you, but it's good to it's good any time. For me, it was a sort of a win win because Georgia Tech and UNC, you know, one of them's going to lose, and right. that's going to be a positive. So, I can't say I watched much of it though. Uh, neither did I. Well, not much to see. I I was I, maybe I was trying to peek in to see a Brandon with Brandon Harris, Mister Three Thousand. Yeah, I, I don't know if he got in to play. I don't think he did. So he's waiting to make his run for what was it, three thousand yards, right? Three to three. I think it was thirty-five hundred to four thousand yards. And two thousand rushing or something. Uh, maybe eight hundred, but like eight rushing TDs, maybe and twenty passing TDs. Yeah, uh, he was really going to get it done at so, North Carolina. But I mean, kudos to him for setting a lofty goal. Yeah, the problem is he's watching Chad. Is it Chaz Surratt from the Chaz. bench? Your favorite name, right? Yeah. That's kind of like me saying, like, you know what? Over the next quarter, I'm going to bring in $35 million. Hey, you got to have goals. I can say And if you do, hey. I mean, who's to say you don't go out and buy a winning lottery ticket and then you're your $35 million, right? It's a My chances of that are probably about the same as Brandon Harris hitting all those numbers. 
Yeah. Slim and none. Yeah. And Slim yes, just walked out the yes, door. Sir. So uh, enough about Brandon Harris. Let's move on, man. We're running through these quickly. Georgia going up to Knoxville to take on Trash Can U. And I, I got called out by some of my friends uh, Saturday during the game. Uh, for my pick, I said something quirky was. going Oh, did happen. you have Tennessee cover? I did. Oh, I had I had twenty seven twenty because the line was at seven and a half. Yeah, and I said something quirky will happen. Tennessee will score. Is it like twenty seven twenty twenty one? Uh-huh. Ah, there it is, right there. Twenty seven twenty. Yeah. So my buddy uh, Coleman Rudolph there calls me out and says, "Art, uh, cast your check." And I'm like, "What are you talking about?" He goes, "Well." Uh, you know, you, you bet on Tennessee against Georgia. And I was like, I don't recall making any bets. And he said, I specifically remember you saying that something quirky will happen in Nashville. Yeah. And I did I did say that. I went back to the tape. And I I'm sure some quirky things happened on that ball sideline. At, at, at some point during that, that went as from a Georgia perspective. That was about as sweet as you, you can get. <laughs> I mean, they completely, see, Dormady completed, what, five passes? Yes. They never made it to the red zone. Right. They got close to the red zone on, like, a 30-, 40-yard play, and then, of course, he stripped the ball from him. So, like, Butch Jones, who we all, you know, he loves gimmicks. Um, this is what I wrote down, fake juice you, because it's, it's, it's all fake juice and gimmicks. He broke out, like, every single one that they could do. So he went with the checkerboard. Right. Just like, when they've checkerboarded the stadium, they're whatever. Six and zero, oh, all right. Okay. He went gray uniforms. Apparently, the gray uniforms were three and zero oh or four and zero, yeah, undefeated, work. right? That didn't work. Yes, he brought Peyton Manning back. That didn't work. They had Brett Favre out there selling coolers. Um, what, what, did Brett Favre or Peyton suit up? Were they, no, did they, they find had Josh else? Dobbs there, uh-huh. and I was honestly wouldn't have been surprised if they had brought him out and reenacted the play to kind of, you know that hail mary from last sure. year to kind of fire everybody the, else. Right. That's about the only thing they didn't pull out. And just, yeah, abuse that. I mean, Jake Fromm threw for 84 yards, and the offense was was good enough, but the de- that defense is just playing at a whole other level right now. Does he have to throw out for a whole lot of yards? I no. mean, we, we mentioned um, Jalen Hurts a little bit earlier talking about, um, and I don't know if this is pre-show or during the recording, but his numbers last year didn't have to be great, right, for Bama to be good. The right. defense was so good. Does uh, Fromm have to be that good? Does he have to go out and throw for 267 yards every week and go no. 22 of 30 and, and four touchdowns? The question is, is at some point you think we, we will, but it's a matter of who is that going to be against because there's not – Go Gator. No, the Gator offense, yeah, I don't know. It, it, <laughs> strange things happen in Jacksonville. Okay, when that one comes around, no matter what floor – George's favorite. I will. I will quote you from Tennessee and say something quirky will happen. And whatever the line is, I'll take Florida to cover it, just on the principle of it. But um, it, I think probably Auburn would be the first where you think that he's going to have to to be able to throw the ball downfield. And it might be him in there. It might be Easy. We just don't know mm-hmm. how it's going to. If he struggles in in the first half against Vandy or against Missouri or Florida or whatever, you've got you've got Easy right there. Um, so we'll see. I mean, I don't, I don't think he needs to throw for two fifty a game, but there will be a game where he needs to throw for two fifty. Sure. So, but I mean, he's improving. They, he, he made a lot of plays with his legs this week, which kind of opens up. He's not Lamar Jackson, but it's, it's a, it's a threat. Right. So, what there was one pass he threw that was just kind of awful. Yeah, he threw two that one that got picked and another one that should have been picked. 
So I mean, he he still makes freshman mistakes. So yeah. when he when he when I, I was watching, I was trying to watch the game. It was on CBS. It was a yeah. you know SEC game of the week. When Tennessee picked the ball off, did they did we get a trash can? Shot? No, there's no there's no trash can. You know we we tweeted to the real Tennessee trash can before the game and asked them, Hey, are you playing today? We we just wanted to know, right? We wanted I no think response. They've given up too. The trash can has quit on Tennessee. Yeah. The fans have quit on Tennessee. Players have quit on Tennessee. The players, on Butch Jones. Yeah. So I mean, they had they had a player leave, uh, announced he was leaving today. Venzel Bolware, a kid from Georgia. Georgia. Yeah. Right. And uh, and then they they've lost three recruits this week, including their their top five star offensive tackle, who is a vault for life. And so things are not. I mean, the writing's on the wall. We no, no one thinks Butch is going to be there next year, right? I don't think so. So why not just what? do it? Like, why put off to tomorrow what should be done today? Just do it. Yeah, because you got to buy this contract. That's true, but it's going <laughs> to. Yeah, it's. Uh... It, it, I would do anything in my power to keep Butch Jones at Tennessee. Yeah, but yeah. I don't have any power. See, so there, there. That's there was this debate this week among Georgia fans where it was like, why are you wanting Butch Jones to be fired? Why? It, why do you want them to? You should want him to be there forever. And my point was, he's not a likable guy. All right, he's very easy to sure. dislike. And to see somebody like that, it just it's it's enjoyable to watch somebody like that get fired when you see him spewing all this BS. And he's recruited well. And what in their recent hiring history makes you think they're going to hire a coach better? They they hired Kiffin. That was a disaster. Dooley, that was a disaster. Right. Butch, that's, so what makes you think that... Well, the fourth time was a charm. Yeah, I guess so. I'm gonna, I'm gonna dust off my, back. I'm going to dust off my resume, man. Oh. I don't, I've never coached football. I'm trying to think. Have I ever coached football? No. I think I'm qualified. Why not? Why not? I'm a, I'm a, so, I'm a motivational guy. And you I mentioned, mean, yeah. I got some, rah, rah. I got some sayings, you know. You got some cliches? Cliches. My favorite one I stole from my dad, you know. Tennessee hadn't been good since Moby Dick was a minnow. How about that? That's not. Did I get my guys fired up? Not, not if you're Tennessee. Maybe that was Reese Davis's line. That's. You mentioned CBS. So their, their game, they, they, Bill it the best games from the best conference. Their three thirty game is like yes. their prime slot. So yeah. the the last two weeks the combined score is one hundred to zero. <laughs> I mean that is not that doesn't tell you kind of where the conference is. So they had Ken, Alabama play Kentucky and Vandy. Alabama, oh, Alabama play Vandy. Fifty nine right. to nothing. Right, and in Georgia, forty one to nothing. nothing. All right, I can. I let's see. Stay in college prep here. Let me do. Let me do the math. Fifty nine, fifty nine, four, one. Carry yeah, the, carry one, the one. One hundred. Mm-hmm. Carry the one. Yeah, that's a round. CBS. Nice round kudos. Number, you're picking. The, you're picking some good games there. But who? I mean, what, what else could we have gotten that in that slot? Um, you. I don't know. South Carolina and A and M was competitive. I mean, you're talking about you know two teams that went down to the wire last year. Yeah, you got to show it. I'm just saying it's not working out for them. How bad is that Tennessee loss? Georgia Tech's Tennessee loss now. Now that we've seen Tennessee kind of implode, it's not good. I mean, but will it really matter? I don't think it will matter. I don't think it'll matter. It's they they Georgia Tech. If there was ever a time to lose a game, that one was the one to lose. Yeah. For yeah. sure. And yeah. I don't think that's going to be what keeps them out of the playoffs this year. It'll be that loss in a couple of weeks in Miami, probably. And then to Clemson. <sighs> Could be. Could then, be. So a good a good week for Georgia fans to get to erase the taste of that a, Hail Mary last year. A good week for 
collegiate fans in Georgia, really. I mean, you talk about Georgia right. Tech with the big win, the Bulldogs with the big win. Mm-hmm. You got two teams that look like they're on a collision course to to really have a competitive game at the end of the season. You got a really nasty defense of Georgia, a, uh, an offense that, although they run the ball, man, they run the heck out of it and uh, dominate Georgia Tech. I know we're a long way away from that matchup, but hey, something could be on the line then. Uh, something will be, I'm sure. Well, but um, some, beyond the normal hate, yeah, I'm sure yeah. that somebody. Well, yeah, well, what's on the line is all the print vendors who print out that we run this state, you know, T-shirts we for. Run this state. Yeah. <sighs> what else happened? Do we really want to talk about the NFL? Yes, yes I want to talk we about. Could. It. We should because this is why I say I would never bet a penny of my own money on the NFL because the two games that looked like gimmies, which sucker bets, eight eight point eight and a half points is a lot in the NFL. That's the thing is that anything over a touchdown is tough to touch, but. You would think the Falcons and the Bills and the Pats and the Panthers. Sucker bet, man. I know. It was a sucker bet, and we bit on it hook, line, and sinker. I yeah, read, without even thinking twice. I read you the stats. I, I, all I said was, look at this look at this scoring. You know? Yeah. Stat uh, guy came out uh, on the wrong end this time. Yeah, there's a saying in sports that defense travels, and I tell you what, yeah. defense travel this week for the Bills. Yeah, the Bills' D is, is nasty, nasty, nasty. And uh, they beat the hometown. And they knocked out. They 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 said they knocked up. They banged up a lot of the yeah. Falcons players. Yeah. Julio, uh, you know, Julio out. Sanu out. I can't. <laughs> uh, so, say that. And then uh, we're not regulated by the FCC, yeah. so you're fine. And. and and then who do you have a wide receiver? Besides Little with, Taylor Gabriel and, and 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 Austin Hooper maybe a tight end. Yeah. So, Falcons go down uh, uh, to the Bills and then, uh, man, Cam Newton got benched last week. I'm pretty sure a week prior to this week. The reason I know that because he's on my fantasy team and so I benched him. Yeah, I think that had more to do with maybe his shoulder or the fact that there was a blowout. Oh. I don't think it was a, hey, Derek Anderson, you gave us a better chance to win. But regardless, nobody expected him to go up there and slice up, which the Patriots, for all the, their greatness last year, they don't look anything close to that team no, right now. No, they don't. It, it, it looks like there's a lot of parity in the NFL. Um, you know, just every week it's up and down and up and down, and it's – Makes it very difficult for us to make picks, um, so we have to do our homework a little bit more. I did. I mean, one undefeated team. And who would have thought it was the Kansas City, City, right? Yes, it's and the Eagles up there at three and one. There's just a lot of strange, strange thing every year in the NFL, and it usually kind of shakes out after five or six weeks, and Mm -hmm. you, you know what you're looking at. But I don't. Isn't there? Is the picture any clearer today than it was in week two? No, not at all. Uh, but the Buccaneers are still alive. They are. They are. They play Thursday against the Pats. So we'll see. Uh, Which will, I guess, that's at this my point. Super Bowl. That was my Super Bowl. I guess prediction. at this point, when people are hearing this, that happened last night. Yes, last night. Last night, we'll be talking about how um, Tampa Bay upset New England. They could. They get the muscle hamster back. Doug, Doug Martin comes back from his suspension. Well, the problem is that normally Tom Brady gets a little pissed off and fired up at a, after a loss. And Yeah. Anyhow, who cares? It's New England. You ready to get into this week's picks, man? Yeah, let's dive in. Um, a few good matchups, not many. You know, we we had to pass on one a top yeah. top twenty five because of the way we run our show that we wouldn't have gotten this out in time. Uh-huh. We wouldn't have made press time. So, right. 
or post time or whatever you call it, print time. It wouldn't have been there. No. So we, we passed on Louisville and NC State. Yeah. Any thoughts on what is going to happen that we can look back at? Because I would have, what was the spread on that one? I would have taken Louisville to cover. I can't remember. I didn't even. I didn't even look it up. But I. I've. Got, I know state's been tough, but I think. You want to give a score? Wins that you want to give a score? No. Predict that? No. I will. 30, okay. Thirty-five. Twenty. Who's winning? Oh, Loserville, man. Okay. Uh, I'll give Louisville thirty-one. NC State seventeen. Okay. So we're right about there. Fifteen, fourteen yeah. points. Yeah. Now I wonder what the spread is. I'm gonna find that out. I, if you want to uh, talk by about the way, our our spreads uh, we get them just off of bovada.net or com or whatever it is. So just so you know, where we're getting them and we're picking them up typically on Tuesdays. So uh, we know that the line moves back and forth. Uh, too Louisville bad. three and a half points. Hmm, they know something we don't. Uh, perhaps Mr. Chubb is gonna be on um, Lamar like white on rice, but. That remains to be seen. So enough about that game. On big, to the big, Saturday games. Big 12 ACC and SEC games we're picking this week. So we're spreading yeah. out a little bit. Mm-hmm. West Virginia visiting TCU. Yep. TCU is a 13.5 point favorite. That's a lot of points. Dude, I looked up, st- points. looked up some stats. Both these teams are averaging over 47 points a game. I think West Virginia is like 48-something. TCU's 47 point something, whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, West Virginia lost to Virginia Tech and then it was reeled off, I think, three straight games against some chumps. Yeah, putting uh, up 50 points on nobodies. Right. So, giving up some points to nobodies. Yeah, that, haven't they always? That's been their hallmark, yeah. just to give up a lot of points. Well, except for when they played Georgia. Georgia, yeah, yeah. Was, yeah. In my mind, I was thinking about that. But they still gave up a lot of points. It was just they got to a 28 to nothing head start. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and faked the punt to win. So, yeah, it's... It, could be could be a shootout. You yeah. think TCU is a little more prepared uh, defensively, sure, than West Virginia. Yeah, they've uh, they've been battle tested that big win in uh, mm-hmm. at Oklahoma State um, a couple weeks ago. Uh, let's see the reemergence of Will Greer. Could you mm-hmm. imagine if he was at Florida? He would he would have solved all their quarterback problems. He right? would have been a lot happier, yeah, if he didn't get get that over the counter smoothie or whatever it was. Yeah, well, things happen. A lot of things and he ha- could have stayed if he wanted to. I mean, it was his choice to leave, so... He moved on. Hey. Yeah, but yeah, fortunes might have been a lot different. Yep. For the Gators, especially. For Jim McElwain. (laughs) Yeah. Look, he's got 1,300 yards passing already. We know Hogerson kind of airs it out. He's a little wide open, 13 TDs. Um, So his numbers are better than Kenny Hill. Uh, But uh, Patterson probably uh, mixes that up a little bit. I think this is still one of these aired out games where both teams are... Or scoring like a, lighting it up like a pinball machine. I guess is what yeah. I'm looking for. Yeah, your um, classic pack or big big twelve, 12 matchup. Yeah, <clears throat> I've got uh, no more analysis needed here. I got West Virginia. Um, I'm going with West Virginia to uh, uh, with the points. TCU will not cover. I've got TCU winning fifty two to forty. So definitely high scoring. Yes, there breaking. I mean, I'm. I think it'll be a little lower scoring than. Than you do, and um, I, I'm I'm with you. I think TCU wins, but I don't think they cover. Um, I got TCU winning 38 to 27 30, for 27. Will Greer. I think they'll. I I think they could hold West Virginia under 30 points. That's a, a thing for me. Is their defense TCU's defense? I believe in them enough, and 
I think they can hold them under 30 and score more than 30. So, yeah, I'm, I'm with you. TCU straight up, the real TCU straight up, uh, but they do not cover. All right. So we both got TCU. You don't do that one last since that one means more. It means to more to you. Me. Yeah. Let's go to the SEC. The Deep SEC. Di- now, this game has a little, there's a little tension built up in this yeah. game, right? Little, <laughs> when I saw that, I thought of athletic directors. Yeah, man. But, uh, you know, if we can flash back to last season, uh, tropical storm or hurricane forced yeah. the game, some weather. Forced some the weather. game to be moved, and LSU kind of played hardball and said, yeah, you're going to come here to yeah. Baton Rouge because the game was supposed to be played in Gainesville, if right. I'm not mistaken. The Gators had to go to Baton Rouge to play and then end up winning? Did they win yeah, they game? stopped Darius Geis on, on fourth down, last play at the goal line. Mm-hmm. Stopped him. All right. And, and gave them the East. Otherwise, it would have been the Volunteers. So that was a sweet play for pretty much everyone outside of Tennessee. <laughs> so the Gators hosting the LSU Tigers. Uh, I, I've got in my notes that, that this should be deemed the Futility Bowl. Um, I, I don't know what's wrong with LSU. Uh, they invited the mighty men of Troy University to homecoming. homecoming. And Troy, I think, Troy's bookstore or whoever tweeted that tweet owned the internet Yeah, uh, for pretty much all weekend. Yeah, you get, uh, get paid a million to go beat them. Yeah, and they said, thanks for inviting us for homecoming. We that's enjoyed ourselves. Do it. That's, yeah. you know, that's about as good as Baker Mayfield waving that flag or James Franklin's telling. That was well done. James Franklin telling Pitt, you know, we don't celebrate you because it's like beating Akron, you know. Yeah. So kudos to. Um, Did you see the, the the player on the sidelines gesturing towards no, the LSU fans? No. No, what was he doing? Uh, was it inappropriate? You, you, for, yeah, it was inappropriate. I'll Google it's it. very, very inappropriate, but it was fun. <laughs> I will definitely Google yeah. it. Yeah. Um, so LSU traveling to Florida. Not quite sure if Geis is playing. I know that the leading rusher for LSU is not Darius Geis. Yeah. Um, but he, I think Williams is going to be out. Is he out? I think he's hurt. I know he was hurt. I, Geis is supposed big, to play. That's a big hit. Williams uh, on the season had uh, 320 yards and five touchdowns, so... Um, little trouble at running back for LSU. Um, Etling at quarterback has, you know, 921 yards and five TDs, one pick. So his numbers aren't horrible. But uh, LSU just not sticking it in the end zone when it counts. And, you know, losing to Mississippi State, not being able to score points. Not being able to score points against the vaunted Troy. Syracuse happened. I mean, that Almost wasn't. Happened. Yeah. Yeah. I, I knew that LSU was vulnerable. I just picked the wrong game, so I'm going to – Yeah. I'm, um, it's, it's just not not a good season for Coach – No. Him and his coordinators met with the athletic director today to discuss the, the current season. What, what do they have to say? I, mean, what, <laughs> I don't know. What does the AD come in and say? Uh, don't be Butch Jones? I mean, what do you – how do you – I mean, a little early to be having everybody in for a discussion. I mean, right? Give them a – Give them more than five games. I mean, it's bad. Yeah. So, your thoughts? My thoughts. Are you leading up for an upset pick here, or are you just so you're gonna? Yeah. So the line is three and a half points. Okay. Uh, I I I see this game going very similar the way of Florida Tennessee went. I think that Florida has found some consistency with Mike Davis at running back. I believe it's Mike Davis. Is it Mike Davis? Malik. Whatever. Mike Malik. Mike Davis. It's the same guy, right? Mike. Played um, in South Carolina from uh, Stevenson. That's right. That's one. That's uh, 
Exactly. <laughs> Getting my Davises mixed up. It, Just any, say the last name and you can avoid that. Whatever. <laughs> Don't matter. In, so, yeah, yeah. Event. I guess so, what you're saying. So, they, they've kind of steadied that offense with, you know, with a stable running back. The big problem, though, is their quarterback is out for the season. And when I say their quarterback, Luke Del Rio had come in and given the Gators a spark. And now he's got broken collarbone yeah. or something like that. As soon and, as he got tackled, that knew that immediately. If you've broken a collarbone, you know what it looks like to when uh, it's it's terrible. So he hated for him. Yeah. But, but for them, it's kind of most of the time when you're starting running quarterback goes down, you you panic like Georgia fans did and everything. But – I mean, the guy that's coming off the bench is the guy that was your starter. starter right? <laughs> so hey, there's he got an athletic guy in Franks, right? He can yeah, he can move in the pocket, that. mobile. He's got a decent big arm. old arm. Yeah, and um, cool first name, Felipe. Yeah. He's cool. So you got I've got Florida mm-hmm. winning this ball game. So right. along the same lines as Tennessee, Florida, right. where it's kind of ugly. Nip and, and tuck, they yeah. Make a play late. Make a play late, but I don't think they cover. I've got Florida 27-24. Line is three and a half. That's a push. Mm. I'm taking the LSU Bengal Tigers. I don't know why. Mm-hmm. Because as I read that out loud, it does not make any sense at all to me. Well, I'll back you up here because I'm going to take LSU, not just the points, to straight up win the game. Because, <laughs> but listen to me. All right. So they're getting guys back. They okay. just got hu- humiliated at home. You're getting guys back. Okay. Florida's Tyree Cleveland's not going to play. He has a high ankle sprain. He's mm-hmm. been their biggest playmaker yep. over the last few weeks. And at some point, I, I, just, I, don't, I don't buy into Florida. I mean, they've beaten, they haven't beaten a good team. They played one, one, team with the Pults and they got thrashed now LSU is not a good team we don't think but to me with their backs against the wall and I think I also think that LSU might go with Miles Brennan some in this game and maybe Etlin gives way to him completely at some mm-hmm. point in the second half or something if they're not moving the offense because Brennan he's a true freshman but he's athletic and he can make some plays he came in this and led him to a, a touchdown drive last week against the men of Troy so I think LSU will find a way to get it done and channel some old Les Miles luck, and I've got them winning by one point, twenty-four to twenty-three. Twenty-four, twenty-three. Is this the CBS? Coach O will then rip his shirt off, get in his Hummer, and drive right down the middle of uh, what is it, Ben Hill Griffin? Yes. Stadium. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. Off into the sunset, and uh, yeah. All right. Twenty-four, twenty-three. LSU. LSU. Last college game of the week, a game that's near and dear to my heart. The U. Miami Hurricanes traveling to Tallahassee. Has Jimbo Fisher ever beaten or lost to Miami? I don't think he's, he's ever not. lost to Miami. He doesn't know what that's like. Seven straight years? Yeah. Is seven straight years? Yeah. The last time Miami beat Florida State, my youngest child was one year old. Man. So close last year, too. Was a blocked extra point? Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like uh, you know dangling a carrot in front of a, yeah. a horse or a donkey or a rabbit. It's just cruel. But hey, things cruel. are lining up. I mean, they're looking. Things are looking in in the favor of the U in this. I'm one. telling things you, every, are, it looks great, right? Florida State's having trouble running the ball. They can't throw the ball. Yeah, uh, their defense is good, but uh, their offensive know, line is awful. awful. They're horrible. Yeah, absolutely horrible. For every year we've heard that Florida, this is a line. This is a year. This season, nine 
offensive linemen back. I think six of them had started at some point last season. So experience, experience. If you have experience, mediocre players that aren't being coached well or whatever yeah. it is, it's it's just going to be. I mean. Yeah, pretty bad. Pretty bad. Georgia replaced three starters from last year and lost a lot of experience mm-hmm. and has improved <laughs> significantly. So it's yeah, something something down. I don't know if Rick Trickett's just kind of checking in, checking out, you know. Just, Might be the case. <laughs> Might be the case. I tell you what, uh, Manny Diaz has that Miami defense smoking. I will yeah. say, Miami has beaten Bethune-Cookman College, mm-hmm. Toledo, and Duke. Right. This game was scheduled for week three. Is the Duke win more impressive than Florida State's lone win of the year? No. No? Because Wake Forest is the worst team in the... Right, that's what I'm saying. The Duke win is better, a better win than Oh, yeah, Wake yeah, Forest. okay. Yeah. In that, yeah, in that instance. I think Wake Forest is at, is the worst team in the ACC. Yeah. So you well, still have worth. a better resume. I, I, I know... Let's go back here to, to week one of our or week two of our show when we previewed the ACC mm-hmm. and talked about Jimbo Fisher's comments that the ACC was the best conference. So if we go by Jimbo's logic and the ACC being the best conference, yeah, then road games in the best conference are going to be tough. So that would make sense to why Florida State struggled at it, you know, in Winston Salem. Yeah, Winston Salem known known for its raucous, crazy environment. All twenty five thousand fans. <laughs> It's like playing at Wallace Wade at, at Duke. You yeah. know, it's just you, you're supposed to. You're Miami. You're Duke. You know, you're Clemson, Virginia Tech. You go up there and you win those games, forty-seven to three. Or mm-hmm. and, and I know that Cutcliffe has done his best at Duke um, to make that program respectable. So, thirty-one-six probably a pretty good game. Mm-hmm. Uh, Walton escapes a serious injury. So yes, he's he does. To play. He's back. He's back. He's supposed to play. Um, Amon Richards' first game back was a success. Looked pretty good. Uh, Braxton Berrios, uh, had a, uh, I think, believe is leading the team in receiving, if I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I always think of Cheerios when I hear his name. Yeah, he's a little, little bitty, little Sounds bitty. Sounds like fella. a cereal. Berrios. Braxton Berrios. But yeah, and uh, Malik Rozier. Solid. Only what two turnovers all year for the U. Oh, it's kiss of death. That's no, kiss no. Of death. <laughs> if you said it, it was. But I'm not a fan. So. So oh, yeah. so so let's I mean let's let's break it down here. M- Miami, this is their best chance to break this streak yeah. of seven straight. You're going, you are going to Doe Campbell. I believe uh, read something recently that the visiting team is nine and two against the spread uh, in this series, the last eleven years or something like eleven games. So that would point to Miami. I think three and a half line is too low. I think Miami's defense can stymie Florida State's offense. Wouldn't shock me if this game is is uh, like a twenty-two to sixteen game. Mm-hmm. That's not the score I'm picking. I'm picking twenty-seven sixteen. I think Walton uh, will get loose. Uh, Amon Richards might have have a touchdown. I think Florida State, you know, scores a touchdown and three field goals, maybe. Yeah. You think Diaz is bringing heavy pressure on Absolutely. that all line? Absolutely. Yeah. And if if I'm Florida State, you got to think that Jimbo has got to dumb down the playbook for Blackman, right? It's he can't be going down the field, you know. The the run pass mix can't be 47 passes and 16 runs. Yeah, you know. That's, if I'm them, I want to get Cam Akers 
involved and get hit heavily and get him rolling and then work off of that. And I, I'm perplexed at why Akers is not getting a me too. lion's share of the carries. Me too. That doesn't make any sense to me because he, he is as talented as anyone on, on that campus and is just about anybody in the country um, as far as like a freshman, sophomore. It's so why he hasn't, I don't get it either. Maybe he, maybe his pass protection isn't up to snuff, but then you just no. take him out on third down. Right. Exactly. I mean, come on. So, we'll the see. Good, the good thing for Miami is Dalvin Cook is not suiting up for Florida State. No, Dalvin's not suiting up for anybody for a while, though, unfortunately, yeah, well. with his, his ACL. But, yeah, I see what you're saying, and his little brother's not coming in no. to suit up from him. So, it's it's Cam and James Blackman, and um, which Jack it's Hecker, funny. Yeah. I, man, yeah. I saw uh, some FSU fans. Because there's a lot of they're recruiting Justin Fields really heavily, and and they, you know, a lot of arguments by them about why Justin Fields would go to FSU. But anyways, the point of it is that many of them are already saying that James Blackman is already better than DeAndre Francois. So why would Fran- they don't even need Francois back? I'm like that did not take you long to to throw him to the curb and just say yeah Blackman's better. I mean. <laughs> Okay, so what, let me, two games I, for I, Blackman. Can I do the math here? This is like so. Uh, Florida State plus DeAndre Francois, mm-hmm. okay, equals national championship contender, yeah. right? And then Florida State plus James Blackman equals no bowl game for <laughs> Florida State. So I'm, which is greater? So if you're gonna do a greater than sign, what which direction are you going to point it there are you going to be fsu well, plus df or yeah. fsu plus jb i was taught in third grade that the alligator mouth always points to the bigger fingers so i'm my, my is that, finger is that florida god almighty alligator mark talk points to the finger big figure sounds like finger. panhandle oh okay okay figure, i thought you said finger, finger. I, I did but uh, i got I you figure yeah so I, so just just kind of the craziness where fans start saying yeah yeah james blackman's better than better than danger for us what what how could you possibly base that off planet? of anything right i mean but it's funny because a month ago Francois was going to leave at, to the nfl after this year because he was going to have that good of a year to them that was their pitch to fields and it's so it's kind of a uh, how quickly things change. And I'm gonna, I gotta, before I get to the prediction, I'm gonna go off on a side rant here about Jake Fromm and Jacob Eason and Georgia fans. Because it's become this, it, it blows my mind how you can't just, you can't pull for whichever's the be- better quarterback to win. And you can't support one guy that you think is better without bashing the other one. Because the amount of Jacob Eason bashing or Fromm bashing going on this week because between somebody who I think Fromm's a better quarterback, okay? Well, I think Eason's a better quarterback. because Well, Eason is not accurate downfield. He's a statue in the pocket. Eason, well, Eason led three fourth-quarter comebacks last year. Well, well, Fromm could do that. And it's just, it's, it's like so completely absurd to pick a side and you have to be one or the other. And you can't, you can't, you can't just be a fan of both of them. Like you have to pick one or the other, and that's your quarterback. And let's you know, let's fight it out. Yeah. And if Fromm goes out and kills it, if he throws a pick, there will be somebody that's like, "Well, Eason wouldn't have thrown that pick." Right. If Eason takes over and he throws a pick, well, Fromm wouldn't have thrown. It's just absurd. It's like, so just kind of let that let you know. Oh let him go out goodness. and play ball. It drives me crazy. But anyways, 
You can get back to FSU. So Miami. did I even give my score? I know I gave a, a – I wouldn't be surprised if it's 22-16. I think you said 27-16 Miami over Florida State that I'm going with. Full disclosure, I'm a Miami Hurricane fan. Yeah. I've, I've got it uh, similar to Miami three and a half. I've got them covering. I don't have quite as large a, a gap as you do. I think I think it'll be – I don't think it'll be too high scoring. I think uh, it'll be kind of a – a slugfest and kind of ugly for the first quarter or so, and then there will be some some big plays. And I think in the end, Miami will will come out four points ahead, 28-24 Miami, and break the streak. And maybe that's Mark starting to reclaim the state. What a beautiful thought. Just saying. You know, I would love to see nothing more than – uh, Miami hang up another 31-0 spot on Florida State. We talked about that. I was a friend at lunch today or yesterday. Uh, after Miami had won the, I think, 87 national title, Florida State makes this video, this rap video, about how they're the best team in the country. And basically, Jimmy Johnson gets a hold of that video, pulls all the seniors in his office, puts a videotape in the VCR, and then walks, puts play and then walks out. And they promptly, then you know, Florida State's her opening game promptly spank them 30. I think it's 31 nothing. 31 7, 31 nothing. Uh, there's nothing better than watching Florida State crumble. I like it. And, uh, man. Well, they're crumbling now. They so are you, crum- you, you hate them. I don't, I don't hate Florida State. I don't hate, mind them. Yeah, I do hate them. I do hate yeah, them. Yeah, you do. I do. Yeah. Um, I, I hope it's a, an exciting game at least. And But I do think that, and, I, and I'm not saying. I'm not saying that if Miami wins that they're going to start, you know, two opposite directions for each program because Florida State's been – I mean, that's some tough blows this year mm-hmm. uh, injury-wise and everything. And I think they'll be just fine, and I don't think they should fire Jimbo Fisher. Oh. But um, that would be big to just to get over the hump because it's kind of like us with Florida where a lot of times you're the better team and you should win, and just for whatever reason and it that gets in your head. And for I don't know if you come out tight or if you try too hard to make plays or what it is, but – Weird things happen. Yep. So, moving on to your favorite topic, the NFL. One game this NFL week. gambling. Yeah, it's, <laughs> I love the NFL, but it's the NFL gambling. So my stats, my research this week went specifically against the you know ATS against the spread yeah. is all I was concerned about, and everything I've I've researched says the Packers. Yeah. So Green Bay traveling to Dallas. Mm-hmm. Dallas a two-point favorite. They got beat at home last week. Yeah. Green Bay also beat Dallas in the playoffs last year. In the uh, div- uh, playoffs. Divisional round. Uh-huh. Uh, Packers a two-point dog. I Packers believe- kind of banged up right now. Yeah, they are a little banged Top up. Top two running backs are. Now, I read something that Montgomery. Um, he should be able to play. He, I think yeah. he's ready to play, but his numbers haven't been that impressive this season. Yeah. So, well, he's a wide receiver playing running back. <laughs> yes, he is. Uh, Dallas' pass defense is a little suspect, and one thing Aaron yeah. Rodgers can do is pass the ball. Uh, Jordy Nelson's healthy, if I'm not mistaken. So yeah, that's... he is. And they're, um, Dallas' offense has been disjointed, too. Mm-hmm. And just look, hasn't looked Up the same. Down. Yeah, absolutely. The offensive line hasn't been as good as they, they were last year. Um, the vertical threat. I mean, Dez is... Does is still a great receiver, but he's not he's not gonna take the top off of a defense routinely and command doubles and everything like he has been. And they don't really have on the opposite him. You have ninety seven year old Jason Witten. Right. And then you've got 
you know, they used to have people like Terrence Williams and all, you know, just random guys to take pressure off, but there's not really a guy on the other side, so it's basically Zeke and Dak and Dez, and um, I'm with you. I, I didn't, I hadn't seen that. That's encouraging to see all your stat guy numbers there against the spread, because that the Packers, to me, I would take them in a heartbeat in this game, and uh, which, man, we've just doomed them. We both picking the Packers. That is a kiss of death. So I'm going to take Green Bay to win straight up. Yeah. 23-20. And I got Green Bay 27-24. Does Rodgers even do the uh, the belt anymore? You know. I don't think he does. He doesn't. He didn't, uh, at least not when I was there. That, and that's good for him. You don't you don't ride something you know, for that long. It's kind of, he it just, had its time. It's had its time, and he's it's done. It's over, yeah. right? And he didn't try to force anything like Cam did. No, you know, after the dab, Cam tried was, to go to a couple other things. Wait, right, exactly. Superman. If you're Cam, you already had Superman. You don't need dab, to, right. right? And he tried too hard, and now he just doesn't even have anything. Yeah, but if you're so, over the age of, I don't know, twelve, why why would you dab? That's a good, that's a good question. Um. Did you see Odell Beckham's celebration this week? Oh, yeah. That's that was a little X-rated. It, yeah, that's just is, weird, he's, man. He's, he's just, a strange dude. Yeah, very strange dude. Not all. Not all there. Doesn't have everything, you know, neatly organized. Not, I'll say it not like all that. There. <sighs> that's anything weird. else. Anything jump out from this week other than the games that we botched in the NFL? I mean, did anything or in college that jumped out to you and made you think, hey? I think that Saquon Barkley is the best player in college football. We say that every week. <laughs> Just right. in case anybody. Okay. And he's I, still I the hate, best player. I hate Penn State. Yeah. He, um, he comes out, returns the opening kickoff for a touchdown. Didn't put up gaudy numbers. Did have some very uh, highlight reel plays, his little mm-hmm. one-handed catch. and that, Yeah, he is nasty. So uh, we don't have a Heisman vote, unfortunately. But if we did, I think we would we would pull ours together and vote for Saquon. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. Um, and I just like saying that name, Saquon. I know. Even it's, the name itself, it, it's off, got right? some oomph. Right. Yeah. So, yeah, a good a good week. Uh, another thing about the Georgia game that I'll briefly mention is any time that we go, I mentioned it last week, that God-forbidden field, uh, that terrible, terrible field. We got out of there with only one knee injury mm-hmm. to Trent Thompson, which is a big injury, but it, it wasn't anything torn. So uh, always a good thing to get out of that field without – two or three ACLs that have been shredded. Sure. So. So, do we have a wild card this week? I know we bounced around some ideas, man. We Yeah, we got um so I think we landed on the superstitions, right? Superstitions. So this is like sports superstitions, either either superstitions that you've heard of from players mm-hmm. or superstitions that you did as a player right. or fan superstitions. So, you know, this is interactive, so if you have a superstition we don't mention, tweet us. You know, tweet it yeah, out. Yeah, if you have your own thing, yeah, like, mention it to us. Like, so, can I can I get started as a fan? Do it. Man, when I'm watching Miami or, or the Jaguars play um, and something good goes wrong and I have to get up and go go pee, like, I won't go pee. Like, you because don't, I don't leave the seat for nothing. If, if, if something if bad happens? Good's happening. Oh, okay. Something bad is happening, I have to, I you know... Unfortunately for the Jaguars and the Hurricanes, a lot of bad things have happened over the years. Yeah. So, 
Like maybe, I do a lot of things. Like I go up, get up and go to the bathroom, and then something bad happens. I go get a drink, and I I, I sit down in a different spot. I change my clothes. You know, I could go yeah. through seven different wardrobes on this on a weekend because. So you're one of those too. Yeah, I'm, uh, yeah. No, so I'm if not, not, not the so, war, mate, the I'm not a wardrobe guy, but I am quirky about. You know, if somebody's talking, I got to tell them to be quiet. Normally, yeah. it's my kids. They don't really care what's going on. But yeah, I, I'm very quirky when I watch a game. Like. I'll sit on the edge of my seat. I'll bite my nails. Like I have the like I have the ability to will my team to win. Well, you Even might. I don't have that power. Based on the, <laughs> I can will them to lose. So <laughs> if you were, if so, if so, tell me this: if if Georgia plays Miami, mm-hmm. I mean, why did I say Georgia? Miami plays FSU okay. this week. If they win thirty-one to nothing, mm-hmm. are you? Do you just bring a bottle in there? An empty bottle when the when nature calls. What what will you do? I mean, commercial I, break. Once the game is in hand, you know if we're up seventeen nothing, you can I feel it. free to feel free to move about the country, right? All right, uh, sure. If it's twenty three twenty four with four oh seven left and we just got a turnover, I'm not going anywhere. Yeah, you know I'm well. So anyway, that, as a fan, that's one of mine. I, I know some people wear the same same jersey every every week, right? Or yeah, you know it's like their game jersey. Yeah. Like, I prefer shirts mm-hmm. if you're above the age of 13. You, you don't want to walk around with somebody else's, a grown man's name. With a jersey? Yeah. <laughs> that's, a, that's a wild card discussion for another day. Um, so as a fan, the... I'm yeah, going to do the show to, next week in my Jim Kelly jersey after Miami Beach. Oh, you got the, oh, yeah, you do have a couple jerseys, don't you? But you don't wear them out in public, do you? No. No. <laughs> so... Um, me and my buddy Finch, we would we would every this started when I back when I was in college, probably two thousand three. So we'd go to the Zaxby's there in Athens Friday nights before the games. All right, so or maybe it was oh two that it started because that was yeah that was a thirteen and one year, so that had to be when it started. So go to Zaxby's, get the the food the night before. Okay, I'd get a shirt, wear it at the start of the year, never you know wear it every game until until we lost so that it's somehow evolved losses happened we blame them on certain aspects you sure. know you'd be like well this uh, the undershirt was wrong right. yeah the the shorts were different the combination yeah yeah so it all came to a head when we went down to jacksonville in 2007 and um we ate zaxby's and we'd eat a specific meal like plate from there and then we went down and we ate out back we ate uh, Bloomin' Onion. Like, mm-hmm. We remembered exactly what we got, right? So that was the year in 07 when the team rushed out on the field. Big yep. upset win. Yep. Right. So after that, it was it was for Florida week. That's what we'd have to do. So it, it, for about seven or eight years, every Friday before a game day, mm-hmm. I would always have to eat Zaxby's, which got annoying and, and greasy. and <laughs> So that, that went away. And then and the shirts that we wear, I ended up wearing my friend's shirt, and he would wear my shirt because that went well. So we still have that to this day. When uh, Back when we played, when I played baseball, I did the, the, you know, the usual one when you're walking out. You don't step on the, the chalk line, on the right? base, on the chalk yeah, line. The right. no-no, right? Exactly. So that was a big one. Um, we never had, I don't think we ever had any no-hitters, but in baseball, that's that's when, you know, don't talk to the pitcher. Right. You don't have anything to do with them. My two favorites that I know from, um, from you know, famous athletes, Michael Jordan, some people don't know this, he would wear his North Carolina shorts under his Bulls shorts. Okay. And that's partially why he, he went to longer shorts, and that kind of came in. So for his 
his six titles, he always wore his UNC shorts underneath there. And then the chicken man, Wade Boggs, who would eat chicken every day before he played, before his game. Boggs, the man with one of the best mustaches of all time. Uh, And the chicken. Those, to me, are my two favorites. I know some people, like, drink pee and and weird things. Yeah, like... What what would cause you to drink urine? Ever? I don't know. I don't know. I know. I know. Sometimes guys would pee on their hand. Um, you know, something about batting. I don't know. I think Mark McGuire might have peed on his hand, huh? Yeah, helps could, it helps it heal up or something. I could see somebody pee. The only reason I could see myself peeing on my hand is if I was like in a mad rush to get to the bathroom and get my pants unzipped and I. On accident. Yeah. I, I, I don't ever go in the bathroom thinking, this is a great idea. Let me stick my hand. Oh, man, there's a callus right there. <laughs> what would work for that? Maybe if I urinate on it, it would help it heal. I don't know. Stranger that's just things. the story. I'm not going to Google it because no, I don't want to enter that. Gross. Go down say, that rabbit hole. But when, yeah. I, when I was in high school, one, I was a role player in high school. A co-captain mm-hmm. my senior year role player. One game in my two-year varsity stint at Stan College Prep, I scored in double figures. And I wore these boxers that were white with Christmas color lights on them. I don't know why I was wearing them or why I remembered. Scored 10 points against Baldwin High School. Yes, I remember that night. It was the greatest night of my high school career. And every other game, I thought I could watch those boxers and score 10 points and never score more than three points ever again in high school. <laughs> there you have it. I mean, hey, the, but the power of belief is strong. Right? Right? It's yeah. like the placebo effect. Yeah. Like if, if you think it's working, it's doing something. Right? Right? So, yeah. hey. If any of y'all have any crazy superstitions or just just your own personal superstitions, usually from what I've learned, most most fans have at least an article of clothing Mm -hmm. that's got a little bit of luck to it or something special or they got it from a special place. or if you played certain certain things you might do or quirky, but yeah, so that's that was topic du jour. I would tell you there was a there was a time um, speaking of Florida State Miami um, when. Hillary and I were dating. Uh, I watched a Miami victory on the TV that was in her house. And so in order for me to feel like Miami was going to win, I would have to watch a game on that TV. We still own that TV. Um, and I think there are times if Miami's playing, I will go upstairs. Might be a good time. And this, you know, 3.30 might be a good time to relinquish my flat screen TV for the old CRT tube TV yeah. that, you know, Weighs like six thousand pounds and and watch Florida State get trounced by Miami. That's that's a good one. Yeah, we have. I also forgot we have from one of the games in Jacksonville. Somebody um, there was a stuffed alligator mm-hmm. at a tailgate, mm-hmm. and uh, I don't know what circumstances led to to it being in my possession, but it's in my possession now, and um, and it has it, most of the time. During, like they, we got that in 07 too so it's got the the score on the back of mm-hmm. it and what happens during games if i need something to go our way i go into the attic when we're playing florida and we bring it down and we basically just just kick it, it bash it yeah. yeah yeah my son especially likes that but so that's another thing with if things it's kind of like a voodoo doll right it obviously hasn't worked all that well the last <laughs> go gator yeah but that's I still, I still, in when I pitched, um, if I won, it was red Gatorade and just regular sun sunflowers, mm-hmm. the uh, David sunflower yeah. seeds. And so, if if I lost the game, 
it would be a different flavor. Mm-hmm. But, so yeah, anytime I still drink that, it still takes me back to the ballpark before my elbow yeah, exploded. Man. Yeah, man. So there you have it. Our picks, superstitions, sports superstitions. Let us know. Tell your friends about the show. Tweet us. Get involved in our contest. We know it's only $50 and it's not weekly. It's a season-long contest. So you got to be in it for the long haul. All yeah. Right? You got to be in it for the long haul. Got to pay attention. So if somebody doesn't make picks, those are going to go as losses. Losses or you just don't get anything. But it would... And, I'm right. going for the most wins, not necessarily percentage. Oh, just total wins? Yeah, I think it's total wins, right? Okay, yeah, let's do that. That that, that would eliminate that whole situation. Right. Then. So, yeah, all right. Total so, wins. So technically, you could jump in week two or week three, but why would you want to give away easy games? I mean, we, I That's figured, true. I mean, Green Bay at Dallas, isn't that a giveaway? We both picked uh, Green Bay, so... Right, you, and you there picked, were... Two, you picked Dallas? And there you, were two gimmies last right? week. Right, right. So it's just a chance for us to be generous. Now, And we're running this through the end of college or the end of the nfl season i would say college okay um especially to that that's right before the holiday season maybe that 50 dollars to help you get a uh, another gift for your Dude. wife or your kid or your special Children, someone or yourself right. yeah anybody right yeah treat yourself to it that's free money you can that's the thing you can do anything with it right anywhere visa is accepted and if you lose then we'll spend it on don't cost anything to lose yeah, either exactly all right, tell your friends, tell your mom, tell your dad. It'll make us really glad. We are the Role Players. You can follow us on Twitter at the Role Players One. Our opinions do not matter, but you should listen to them anyway. Have a great week. Thanks, y'all. Bye.